Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology, where we are talking to Jelani Thurman, Ohio State 2023 tight end commitment, four-star prospect from Georgia, son of former NFL linebacker Odell Thurman, and a player that has had Ohio State fans on edge in the last few weeks and months uh, as he's continued to visit Auburn. But he insists everything is fine and A-OK with him and the Buckeyes, and he is 100% locked in. You'll hear that and more as we get started on the next edition of Bermanology on the podcast. As mentioned, it is Jelani Thurman on Bermanology. Jelani, thank you, man. I appreciate you taking time to join us. How are you doing? I'm doing great today. Thank you for having me on your show. No problem. It's been a few months uh, since you committed to Ohio State, and you have been a difficult man to track down. I, I think it's probably just part of your personality. You're not really into this whole media hype, which is, I think, funny in a way for a kid that dresses up as Spider-Man in seven-on-seven -seven events. You don't seem to want this attention, but you, you certainly like to to laugh and joke and have a good time. And, um, you know, in the last few months, how difficult has it been for you to just balance the the different things that are required of you as a, as a, as a student, as a football player, as a commitment to Ohio state, as a kid who has friends playing at other places that you want to go visit and see, I mean, it seems like people are pulling you a bunch of different directions. How do you feel like you've handled that? I feel like I've handled it pretty well, uh, to a certain extent, Every, everything came at like kind of rapid pace. Uh, the commit, the, uh, uh, recruiting jumped up fast. Felt like I, was ready to make a decision and I chose Ohio State after that it was it was pretty smooth after that uh, a lot of stuff settled down probably took a few visits to like some of my teammates because still had have a little social life uh that, that was really about it everything's been smooth you know I I don't know if you remember you probably don't I'm not really memorable I actually spoke with you in Atlanta uh back in February at the Under Armour camp, we were doing an interview and my voice completely stopped working and I ended up losing. I don't, I don't know if you remember it, but I, I do because I was talking to you and I was trying to get a, a conversation going with you because I knew that Ohio State had interest in you. And then my voice stopped working. I lost my voice for like three days and I felt ridiculous because I was like, oh, this is the one chance I'm going to get to talk to this kid in person. And I completely lost my voice. So let's go back even further. In your recruitment with Ohio State, when when they began really aggressively recruiting you, they had another tight end committed in the class. Obviously, uh, yeah, Ty Lockwood, exactly. So you you knew that there was a chance they could take two in this class. You didn't seem to mind. They knew that by continuing to recruit you, there was at least an outside chance that Ty could maybe look elsewhere, which is not mm -hmm. what they wanted, but it is what happened as he flipped to Alabama. What did it mean? What did it mean to you knowing that they were willing to put that on the line in order to bring you into the fold? It meant a lot, uh, knowing that I was a priority to them and knowing that I could really come up there and do something. And they saw that too. Uh, the whole thing with other tight end, I wish he would have stayed. It would have been a lot of competition when we went up there, but he did what was best for him. Now, you were in Columbus this past weekend for the game against Michigan. Obviously, uh, did not go the way Ohio State wanted on the field. But as a tight end, you know, I've, I'm sure you've heard over the last few months, Ohio State doesn't use their tight ends. This year, they've used the tight end more than they ever have uh, in the time I've been covering the team. And you saw on Saturday two very high leverage, big moments in the game where they threw the ball to the tight end. 
unfortunately, in both instances, the, the, the catch was not made this weekend. But do you see how you fit into the offense a lot better now when, when you get up there and see the offense in a game in person? Yes, sir. Uh, they they expressed that to me like when they first started recruiting, as in like we're going to show this year how we can really use our tight end and how they really impact our offense. And he did have a few chances, but he'll capitalize on, on them next time. Was that a surprise to you? I mean, because I know in recruiting, everyone's going to tell you Ohio State doesn't throw their tight ends. That's what you always hear. How happy were you that you see it actually happening on the field, though? I was very happy. I could I saw myself out there uh, running them routes and actually catching the ball and probably make probably making a big play and changing the game. You know, I was, uh, pregame, I, I was getting ready to get into position to take some photos for senior day, and there was you and Br- and Bryson Rogers and Noah Rogers sitting on the Ohio State bench. Sort of, it looked like you were just taking in the entire thing and the atmosphere. Can mm-hmm. you give a little? description of what that moment is like for you and how maybe it helps prepare yourself mentally for what's coming in a month from now when you're on campus as a student at Ohio State? It was a little surreal, like uh, just knowing that in a month or two that I'll be in the position where I'm on the sideline, people might be watching me uh, actually going out there and putting my uh, talents on showcase. It was really cool just to sit back and see what I get myself into. After the game, and this, I want you know, I I think it's important that people understand that none of this stuff in these interviews is scripted. So if you mm-hmm. say something, if you say something completely unexpected here, then that is what it is. But after the game, Ohio State loses. Obviously, they don't lose very often. Uh, it doesn't happen frequently, and when it does, it can really impact the way a trip goes. Did you learn anything extra or different about the program by watching them in that moment as opposed to? Uh, in September, when you're up there for the Notre Dame game, and you watch them win a big game, did you notice anything different? Did you did you teach you anything about the program? Uh, it taught me a little bit. Like nothing really changes. Like, okay, you lost. Really, on to the next game. The energy mainly stays the same. Of course, you're a little bit more excited when you win, but the energy wasn't down. Nobody was getting on the other guys. Nobody was getting on their teammates, blaming anybody. It was really okay. We we didn't come out on the good side of this, but we'll be back and work, get ready for the next game. How much time did you get to spend with uh, the tight ends that are in the program right now? And pre- whether it was pregame, whether it was meetings on, on Sunday, what all did you get to a chance to experience with those guys on a game day, game weekend situation? Game day was more, I got to spend a little bit of time with them, uh, got to talk to them a little bit, got to tell them who I was, tell them who I was. Uh, yeah. Pre-game, watch them go through it. I got to spend a little bit. Uh, got to talk to some of the tight ends after the game. But it was mainly it. It wasn't too much. Obviously, you are part of a recruiting class right now that is a top five class in the country. It's been a little bit of a of rocky road in the last couple of weeks for Ohio State. They lost a commitment from Mark Fletcher, um, and they decided to move on from Brock Glenn at quarterback. As the tight end, you know that you're the quarterback's best friend. There was a player on campus visiting this weekend who's a potential addition at quarterback. Uh, you know, whether or not Lincoln Keenholz, who's committed to Washington, makes that decision is still up in the air. But did you get a chance to talk to Lincoln and and kind of start getting to know him a little bit? Because yeah. obviously, as I said, you you got to be the guy that is his you know security blanket if he picks Ohio State, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, he got a heads up like a day before he was coming up and to really like get to uh, talk to him. So. I was texting him like before I got up there, and when we got up there, he was pretty cool. 
I was telling him this this is the place to be. Uh Ohio State, we're gonna we're gonna make some moves up here and you'll look good up here. He 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 just took it in. I saw him on the uh like in meetings out there on Sunday. Got to talk to him a little bit more, but that was about it. Is it weird to think about how football and recruiting brings all you guys together? Here you are, you're the son of a former NFL football player, Odell Thurman, who as a lifelong Cincinnati Bengals fan, I will admit I once had a jersey of your father. Uh, <laughs> so that's kind of weird. But like, here's you, you know, th this tight end from, from Georgia. You've got offensive linemen like Luke Montgomery from Ohio. And then there's this quarterback from South Dakota of all places. Like, do you ever stop to think about how unique the, the team aspect of football is and what it all it brings together? Yeah, it just brings a whole, a lot of different energies, a lot of different uh, backgrounds. It really brings – football brings a lot of people together and just makes it a great brotherhood and all, all in all. With your relationship with Ohio State, I, I know Kevin Wilson's the primary recruiter for you. Um there has been Ohio State fans, a lot of a lot of nail biting in the last few months, Jelani. You've been to Auburn a handful of times, as you said. You've got teammates there, uh, your former teammates there. You like to, you know, still go watch a football game on the weekends and have a social life. Have you felt any sort of pressure to like step forward and say stop worrying, or 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 do you feel like you that you can do that to try to make people understand that just because you're going to visit a, a and see a game, it doesn't mean that you're flipping schools uh, or anything like that kind of i kind of felt a little pressure but like all in, like at the end of the day i'm locked in with ohio state 100 percent uh me going to auburn was really just me going down with my teammates that's doing some modding on the weekends it's it's always a handful of us going down there five or six of us just to catch a good game obviously my teammate uh, is committed up there terrence love so it was really like I see why people were worried because I was going up there uh, a few times, but there's nothing to worry about. I had, I know I had to come back home for a, at least two more, another game. Tell me about Spider-Man. Well, yeah, like where does that come from? I mean, is Spider-Man just your favorite superhero? Is that the only outfit that you could find at Party City that weekend before you went to the the OT7 in Vegas? I mean, would you, was there a thought to dress up as Batman? Does the cape make it difficult to run routes? I'm just trying to figure out uh, how, how you settled on Spider-Man and how did that affect your ability to see the ball? All right, so I'm going to tell you the whole story about that. So Spider-Man has always been like a, a childhood cool movie for me. I always watched it. Uh, he is the best superhero. So if there's any contention about that out there in America, let's all glad, agree. Spider-Man you know is the best. Yeah. I'm glad you know that. Uh, of course, I watched it. And I actually didn't get to suit the suit until I got to Vegas. So we were we were in between games. Uh, the people who are like over it and over like the fun part of the tournament, they're like, it's a suit around here somewhere. Whoever finds it, they can wear it in the game. Me being the guy I am and all my teammates just trying to be real cool, I went out and found the suit. So next game, I put it on. Uh, I really I really wasn't even supposed to be out there playing, to be honest. I was, I was really coming off an injury. But I got out there, had a little fun in the suit. When I was running my routes, I pulled it up a little bit so I could see. But the, it, it was pretty see-through. 
But yeah, that that's really the whole thing over. Of course, like as a child, I watched Spider-Man and it just made it cool because everybody sees me as Spider-Man now. Do you I mean, I know you caught a touchdown wearing the suit. You did the whole, you know, Spider-Man uh, web slinging thing as your celebration. Has that carried into your season, your senior season of, of high school? Or is that the new celebration for you? Uh, is that I mean, we're in a different world, man. It's NIL city out there, right? So like you, you have established somehow a brand now, obviously a brand that's pretty well copyrighted. It's not like you can just be Spider-Man, but do you feel like that's a way for you to connect with people and maybe like uh, grow your, your brand a little bit? Yeah, of course. Uh, sometimes the web shooting is like my go-to celebration after a touchdown. But like the Spider-Man, it helps me connect with a lot more people, a lot more younger folks to get my fan base up. Obviously, me showing out on the field and me just having like the Spider-Man name behind me is going to bring more attention. And, and, you know, it pressure. Spider-Man wouldn't drop the ball, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like hands are sticky. So you got to figure <laughs> you got to figure that you don't have an excuse to drop many passes in that case. You're still playing in your state tournament down there in Georgia. Big game this weekend. Uh, I know Kevin Wilson, from what I understand, is expected to be there down to watch you play. Hmm. How how difficult is Georgia high school football? Because I know, I mean, shoot, I've gone down there to the Under Armour camp a couple times, and it seems like you can look in any direction, and within three feet, you're going to find a Division One player. So how how challenging is it to get through that season and to still be going? And what would it mean to you and, and your teammates to be able to finish this out with the state championship? Man, it would mean a lot to us. Uh, last year, we came a little short, a one point away. Uh, me just knowing, like, Georgia football is probably one of the most competitive states to play football in, and us making it this far, it just shows that we really locked in over the offseason. We made it this bond, and we're trying to go all the way. How have you seen yourself change as a player? Uh, you know, because, again, the attention's on you now. You're uh, Obviously, the attention's always on you. You're the son of a former you know, Georgia football, All-American, you are playing in, in a high-level division, you know, in Georgia. You're committed to Ohio State. The pressure's always been on you. But how do, how do you think that it's changed you this year and made you a better teammate, better leader? Uh, It put a lot of eyes on me. So naturally, I have to show my more vocal side. My I'm, I'm always na a natural leader, but I had to get more vocal, had to show it a little bit more, Uh, really. Uh, that's about it. Uh, yeah, really. I just I just became a better teammate all in all, like overall. I know that you, you're a multi-sport athlete. You play basketball. You do other stuff. But are you ready to put all that stuff behind you and just focus solely on football? I mean, here you are. Like I said, it's a month away, basically. It's five weeks away from enrolling in college. And basketball's over. You're not going to be able to play your senior season. How hard is it to to walk away from that? Uh, it, it's going to be a little bit hard to me. Obviously, I've always played basketball and not to be able to really go out there and sh show my whole senior year for basketball. It's going to be a little bit hard, but I know I did it for a better chance on getting on the field and really striving in my career. I, I know that when you get to Ohio State in January and you get a chance to really get to know Cade Stover, um, who will obviously is expected to return and to be the leader for that tight end room next year. Cade had a really, Cade is the all-time leading scorer in his high school's basketball program. So he had a tough time giving it up, but 
there's a lot of guys on that team who play a lot of basketball in the offseason. So I'm sure you'll still get to work on that. But mm-hmm. for for you, Jelani, as you've as you've come through all this and, and now ready to, you know, we're three weeks away from signing day, which is crazy how fast this goes by. It what would the fun. what would the advice be for you to give to the next guy at your high school who's going through this? How how do you think that everything you've experienced can help other players? And just take it one day at a time. Uh, really, uh, let, don't let the pressure get to you. Don't let the hype get to you. Don't let the social media get to you. Block all that out. See what's really best for you and your family. Uh, talk to your family a lot about your decisions. And when you feel like you made the right one, pull the trigger. What was it about Ohio State that made you know it was the right spot? I mean, th- before you committed, there was a ton of conversation about Michigan State, uh, some about Auburn. Um, you know, what was it ultimately that said, hey, I, I need to trust this instinct and pick Ohio State? Uh, really, the atmosphere up there, it was amazing when I came up there for my official uh, great uh, teammates. I feel like it was a family up there. I knew I could come up and probably make a difference my freshman year be able to show my talents and really uh, enhance my talents. And Coach Wilson was the best fit for me. Uh, obviously, Ohio State has a true freshman tight end right now from Georgia and Bennett Christian. Um, he enrolled early and, and and got up there last January. Have you gotten a chance to talk to Bennett about that process and how difficult it was and, and what you should expect? No, I, I haven't got to pick his brain yet, but I'm sure when I get up there, I'll I get most of the rundown. Do you know who your roommate's going to be yet? I actually do not. I don't find that find that quarterback right. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> That's what you got to do. You got to find that quarterback and make sure you're his roommate because quarterback's best friend has to be a tight end. But yes, look, uh, I told you I keep you 15 minutes. That's where we're at right now. I really do appreciate you taking some time, Jelani. I know you're in school. We got big practice this afternoon to get ready for your next uh, game in the state playoff down there in Georgia. So. Thank you very much. Um, appreciate you taking some time and looking forward to covering your career at Ohio State. Thank you. No problem at all. That's Jelani Thurman. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology on the podcast. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.